of ancient wisdom under the caption material life teachings series first of all we should know that as theosophical students that the divine is beyond all forms that he is beyond all sounds beyond all colors beyond all numbers
beyond anything that you perceive as a concept. And that which is beyond manifests through numbers, through sounds, through colors, and through variety of forms. And the forms are also are in great variety. <clears throat> this understanding of the divine is important. Normally we stick to a form and we stick to a name, we stick to a color and a sound and then by such sticking to these manifestations, we limit our understanding to God, of God. There are many who are stuck with names and forms. There are many who are stuck with colors, stuck with sounds, stuck with the numbers. <clears throat> but we should know that the divinity cannot be limited to any of these while it is also present in these. That's important. That is the understanding of synthesis. More and more when humanity tended to limit its understanding of the divinity, more and more religions have come to me. We say Ganges is God. We say a secretary is God. We say a sacred mountain is God. Likewise, we say divine manifestations as varieties of gods. But such an understanding will limit us to accept the totality and live only by our limited definition. Man himself is not limited. He limits himself to be a man, to be a woman, to be a young man, to be an old man. All these are all attributes of forms, but start essentially the divinity. The divinity is beyond and functions through. Just like we have so many electrical instruments through which electricity can be experienced, to limit oneself only to one electrical instrument has no validity in the sense because every manifestation has a, a limited duration. Every manifestation has a limited duration. Every form has a limited duration. 
Every name has a limited duration. Can any one of us tell us what was the name of the creator related to the previous creation? We don't know. There are so many creations that happen regularly, one after the other as a series. Which of these creators are the creator? This life, in this creation, we call the creator as Brahma, Padmabhu. He is called Padmabhu because, because he is born out of a lotus. Padma is the lotus, Bhu is that which is emerging from the lotus. Likewise, so many names and forms of God do exist. Even we do not carry the same form all the time. We do not carry the same name all the time. While we continue to be an energy. The more you are inclined to a form, unconsciously you are disinclined to other forms. That's how religions are born. When you are inclined to a particular form, you would like to see the divinity only in that form, but not in other forms. But all forms, the mineral, the plant, the animal, the human, the devas, the planets, the solar systems, they have all emerged from one divinity, and they have their duration, and according to their functioning, they are given names for the moment. For example, when I teach you, I am called teacher, but I do not teach throughout the day or throughout the year. There are other functions also I do it. You two are called students, only for that limited duration where you are listening to learn. When you are not listening or when you are, when you are not learning, you are not a student, you are just a, a participant. So depends on what kind of role we play, there is a name to it. And we have forms which keep changing even in one life. And then we keep changing forms life after life. Which form is yours? Which name is yours? Which gender is yours? So therefore, to see divinity in this limited manner leads to a narrow-minded understanding of the divinity. That's how there are so many forms and so many names for one divinity on account of their limited duration. They came, they did their work and they left. We are grateful to them. But then that form need not necessarily be at all times. Just like a wave which emerges from the ocean and merges into ocean, 
can you ever say that the same way which you went into the ocean and merged will come back? It's different each time and it's always the same ocean that comes out as a wave. Likewise, it is the same divinity that manifests in different ways for different times, carrying different qualities. So to hang on to the past is not wisdom. <coughs> While we respect the past, we don't have to hang on to the past. If you do that, you would only be creating religions, which you have been doing very actively over so many incarnations. And my God and your God and fighting in the name of two different names of same energy is what mostly the ignorance do. That's not theosophy. Theosophy is the very meaning of theosophy is Sophia means wisdom. Theos means the divinity. Mm. Wisdom of the divinity. So I would like that all those who would like to enter into the ancient wisdom where you overcome the limitations of name and limitations of form, limitations of color, limitations of sound, limitations of number. You overcome all this and then see the one that manifests as many. It is only one that manifests as many and you can relate to the manifestation, but do not get stuck with manifest. People get stuck with a name and with a form and they narrow it down to the extent where they deny other names and other forms. It happens even with the so-called educated and intellectual persons. Just to give an example, the followers of Master E.K., Followers of Master M.N., followers of Master C.V.V., the subsequent manifestations are acceptable, but not in the preceding ones. Those who follow C.V.V. may not accept M.N., those who follow C.V.V. and M.N. may not accept E.K., and this is just one line of hierarchy. Likewise, there is Satya Sai Baba, Shridi Sai Baba. So many Sai Babas are also there. So they don't see as between them eye to eye. Nor do we see the so-called students of wisdom that it is the same thing worshipped in different fashion by others. <coughs> That's why small, 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 small splinter groups in the name of divinity or God exist on the planet, each one limiting himself to his own pothole. That's all.
So this is not the way to understand the divinity. It is one as many as the scriptures speak. No scripture ever defines the name of God. No scripture ever defines a form for God. No scripture ever says God is male or God is female. Start like that. By doing so, you are limiting your understanding and you are also limiting your approach to the divinity. So therefore, first we have to understand the nature of God. <clears throat> Without understanding the nature of God, that which we call Theos, or as Brahman, or as energy, first we have to understand to whom are we trying to relate. Some sentiment, some superstition which exists in the family cannot just be a basis. There are people who worship different forms of Vishnu. Isn't it? There are people who worship Shiva. There are still others who worship Hanuman. And there is yet another who worships Ganesha. And there are still others who worship the mother, isn't it? We have so many systems. There is a system of mother, which is called Sri Vidya. There is a system of father, which they call Brahma Vidya. And then they have a system of Vishnu, which is called Vaishnavism. And then there is a system which is called <coughs> Shaivites. And then there is a system relating to Ganapati. There is a system relating to the cosmic solar and planetary sun. This morning when I was going out to Masrikya's place for prayer, just in the radio I heard that we have to relate to Surya Narayana Murthy. <coughs> Okay, you can relate. But understand that Surya Narayana Murthy is but one of the many manifestations. One of the many manifestations. Vishnu is but a manifestation. Shiva is yet another manifestation. Mother has a different manifestation. Ganesha is yet another manifestation. No doubt they all carry the divine energy. Just like this fan, that light, these cameras, this amplifier, and then this television. All these, they are different manifestations of electricity. <clears throat> Without electricity, none of them is valid. While there are different functions of electricity through different instruments. That's why most of the Hindus, they cannot answer when people ask, ah, you have too many gods. So, why there should be so many gods? There have to be, the more and more you see, the more and more dimensions of divinity you find. But you have to not limit yourself to those dimensions. It is the same government that functions as defense, 
is the same government that functions as a postal bank there is the same government that functions as telephone department different functions of government are but different aspects of governing governance is one it is the governance that gives roads it is governance that supplies water it is governance that ensures the used water to get out of the habitats so all these are various functions you can say this is the only government post post office is the only government is not correct or police is the only government is not correct our defense personnel is the only government is not correct yes these are all the departments through which the governance happens so also with the divinity there is one divinity which functions as many if you relate to the one who functions as many you are also concurrently getting familiarity with all divine forms and then the ancient wisdom shows the divinity in mineral the divinity in plant the divinity in animal so we have so many animals for worship there are people who worship a horse a cow a bull isn't it an eagle a lion there are so many symbols through which the divinity is worshiped so as by your habit when you regularly relate to one your mind settles you down to it <coughs> the the positive aspect of mind is it concretizes the negative aspect of mind is it doesn't let you come out of your own con- concept that's why scriptures speak that all is divine any knower always says all is divine and divine manifests in different ways in different situations and it is only divinity as this creation <coughs> divinity in form is creation divinity is in form and it can also be out of form it can be in form it can be out of form it is eternally exist divinity is eternal in it so many formations have so many formations the seven planes of creation that's how it is said isn't it formations are on the basis of divinity so what is it that divinity is is what we have to first understand and know that such divinity exists in us also the beauty is it is the presence of divinity in us that functions as our awareness it functions as our life principle it functions as an expression of itself as us each one of us is that only the scriptures call the divinity as that it doesn't say it is male 
or it is female. Many times if someone, some ladies ask you, why divinity is always addressed as male? The answer is, it is because the male did not know. Divinity is as much male as it is female. That's how the concept of Ardhanari has come. The concept of Ardhanari is nothing but the male and female principles are the basis for creation. So beyond creation, there is neither male nor female, but one neutral energy. So that neutral energy divides itself to be male-female and then further details itself into a triangle and then later cause the needed formations to have. This has to be understood. <clears throat> Otherwise we are stuck with our so many photographs and uh, um, pictures that we have all around uh, and much more so in India. India is full of varied formations of God which is but in its original understanding is multiple manifestation. So multiple manifestation has to be seen. That's why we have a saying, Sarvakaram Vishnu Mahavahaya. Vishnu means what? The permeating energy. The permeating energy can be manifesting as any form. To see Vishnu means to see that manifested energy in a form or in a color or in a sound or in a number. This is how it has to be seen, that it is the divinity only as the five elements. Divinity only. It is divinity only as sun. It is divinity only as moon. It is divinity only as all the planets, different manifestations of the same energy. So relating to the energy which is in manifestation is more important than relating to a particular dimension of divinity in negation of the rest. There was such a past in India where people worship. Vishnu do not worship Shiva and vice versa. Isn't it? Why? Because there is such a block in one's understanding. <clears throat> in one's understand. So we have to overcome this. That's why the scriptures are important. Even through various prophets, it is the divinity only that functioned, whom we call gurus. So when we have so many symbols on the altar and also gurus and also angels, there are not many, it's only one as many. If you don't have that understanding, then you are into a problem. Then you create differences in your mind and therefore you differ from others. 
Of so all religions have come to be. Only in the age of Kali, the religions have emerged. Please note, be it Christianity, be it Islam, be it any other religion, it came through only in Kali age because it is a dark age, dark in the sense, absence of light, absence of light of wisdom. So what makes a difference when you are relating to the energy as such? Through anything. See, for example, in Islam, they look to a wall. Cannot wall be an energy manifested? And in Christianity, they use a symbol, cross, as divinity. It is but a manifestation. Likewise, when we say Vishnu, it is but a manifestation. Ganesha, it is but a manifestation. Mother Lakshmi, Durga, Saraswati, oh, so many we have. It is but a manifestation. So you should know in this manifestation what is its special characteristic, that's all. Ganesha has certain characteristics which are special. But it is emerging from the same source. Likewise, Subramanya or Kumara has a... It is also same energy manifestation for different purposes. So if you know as many applications of electricity, you are able to use electricity in a good manner. (coughs) So therefore, before you get into understanding of the divinity, we have to basically understand as five dimensions of divinity, that's important, five dimensions. The first is existence. Existence is eternal. We also exist eternally. All that is in creation exists eternally, sometimes manifest and sometimes unmanifest. Just like your electronics tell you now, if you wish you can dematerialize something, if you wish you can materialize something, what is dematerialized is still existing, isn't it? When you recall it, it comes back. So therefore, manifest or unmanifest, the energy is eternal. (coughs) This should be known. That is what is called in scriptures as that. In Sanskrit it is called Tat. It is also called It. It. It is it or that, it is neither male nor female. It it has no form as such. It has no color as such. It has no number dimension as such. So this is the one who is basis of our own being also. Our existence is nothing but its existence in this form. And we think we are existing. That's the first step of ignorance. 
ఫస్ట్ స్టెప్ ఆఫ్ ఇగ్నోరెన్స్ ఈజ్ వాట్ యూ కాల్ ఈగో ఈగో అవుట్ ఆఫ్ ది టోటాలిటీ when there is an emergence that is said to have become i am that is said to become i am emergence has its awareness existence is the fundamental awareness is periodical this we should know the whole creation is eternally there in an unmanifest state for a duration part is calculated the the aish or the longevity of a creation is calculable it is calculated by the vedic seers thanks to madam lavishka and bailey these details are available throughout the globe through the book secret doctrine has also the preface to treatise on cosmic fire there all details are given every almanac of ancient wisdom carries it in the panchanga which you call here <clears throat> so therefore there is a duration for creation after the duration it is it joins back into existence during creation there is the awareness at work this we should know and wisdom cannot be understood unless we apply the wisdom the cosmos that is what is called the micro and the macro analogy micro and macro analogy whatever is there with the macro with the totality of the universe is also there in the human that's the beauty of human whatever is in the creation is there in man that's why every seer says man know thyself if you know yourself you know the cosmos and when you know what is i am you also know that and that verily exists as i am that's why from ancient most times the reminder is to think of that i am that i am that i am which is reminded by the pulsating principle as so hum so hum so hum meaning that i am that i am that i am that so the heart reminds us that <clears throat> so the heart reminds us that i am that only exists as i am so when that exists as i am you have a different identity of yourself బాబు ఎప్పుడు పడితే అప్పుడు రాకూడదు వస్తే తొమ్మిది ఇంటికి వచ్చాయి లేకపోతే ఏమంటే చెప్పేవాళ్ళకి డిస్టర్బెన్స్ 
సో దట ఇప్పుడు మీరు వచ్చారనుకోండి మీకేం అర్థం కాదు నేను మాట్లాడాను ఎందుకంటే మొదలు పెట్టినప్పుడు నేనేం చెప్పాను మీకు తెలియదు కదా ఇది పురాణ కాలక్షేపం కాదు కాబట్టి ఇది టీచింగ్ క్లాస్ కాబట్టి క్లాస్కి టైంలో రావాలి తొమ్మిది గంటలు టైం వస్తే తొమ్మిది గంటల లోపల రండి లేకపోతే రావాలి అందుచేత ఎనివే మీ వరకు తెలుగు పనిచేస్తుంది ఈ బయట వినేవాళ్ళలో కొంతమంది పనిచేస్తుంది దట్ఐఎమ్ ఈజ్ ఎ రిమైండర్ ఆఫ్ ఎసెన్షియల్లీ వీఆర్ దట్ వీఆర్ మేనిఫెస్టింగ్ ఎస్ ఐఎమ్ సో వాట్ ఈస్ యువర్ ఐడెంటిటీ దట్ ఐఎమ్ యువర్ ఐడెంటిటీ ఈజ్ నాట్ ది నేమ్ యు ఆర్ గివెన్ బై యువర్ పేరెంట్స్ Your identity is not what your gender is. Your identity is not what nationality to which you belong. We are stuck with so many definitions about ourselves. Therefore, though we are infinite, definite. Definite means of the finite. Where infinity, infinity has come down and we make it a finite thing and limit ourselves of our understanding. <coughs> so that's how a seer doesn't see himself as man, as woman. He sees himself as that I am. He does not see himself as a seer or as a master. Or he doesn't see himself as father, mother. He doesn't see himself as spouse. These are limited dimensions. These are limited definitions. So when you think of aligning with the divine, you have to align with that divine which is beyond these limitations. So therefore, coming back to the point, existence is eternal. Emergence is periodical. This you should know. To know that, to see our daily life, then it is easy for us to know. It is easy for us to know. Every morning there is an awareness in us. As we wake up. that awareness is on the basis of our existence where there is no aware existence there is no awareness this awareness continues to carry out activity at the end of the day when you are drawn back through sleep your awareness merges into yourself and It is a huge duration. Its awakened state is also a huge duration. Just like as we awake, we keep on developing the activity throughout the day up to a point. Thereafter we start concluding the activity for the day, isn't it? 
we commence, we reach the zenith of our activity, and we conclude by the end of the day and then get into sleep. Awareness. Awareness to activity and activity to conclusion of activity and then withdrawing itself into itself. This is how four dimensions exist. From eternity to there is awareness, from awareness to activity, from activity to withdrawal of activity and then into sleep. That's how there is a regular manifestation of that in us. If that disappears from this form, there is no awakening. There is no activity. And there is nothing to conclude because we haven't started away. So therefore, eternity is one dimension. Awareness is another dimension. This forms the basis. Eternity and awareness. That's what we call in Telugu Uniki Eruka. In Sanskrit, it is called Satyam Chaitanyam. Satyam means truth. Chaitanya means awareness. Without this basic two, there is nothing that you do in life. Without awareness, nothing can be done. Without existence, even awareness is not there. That's why it is said, awareness is a spring up from eternity. You spring up in the morning. Isn't it? Before that, where were you? What were you doing? You don't know. Who awakened you? Who awakened you? That's called the awareness dimension of the divinity. The awareness dimension of the divinity. These two are exactly what the scriptures call as male-female God. <coughs> Existence is much awareness activity takes place. These two are essentially necessary in creation. It is necessary for our creation. If we don't wake up in the morning, there is no activity. So therefore, this existence awareness is what is called Sat and Chit in Sanskrit. Truth and awareness. Sat Chit. This is the status which gives you a bliss without cause. When you reach a point where you know yourself as existence awareness, that gives you the bliss. That's why it is called Sat Chit Ananda. When you get down into activity, sometimes you are joyful, sometimes you are not joyful, sometimes you are in tension, sometimes you are in worry. All this is from the third state of thought. Before that, there is what is called pure light, 
based on existence. It is this pure light we wish to relate to when we say divinity. We close our eyes in the name of meditation, but what do we do mostly? Keep on flying with the thoughts, wander all around, and then also bring in a lot of situations which are problematic to you, isn't it? It's like a... the, the mind is said to be like a wandering dog, eh? that keeps on wandering everywhere and picking up thoughts, thought after thought, thought after thought, thought after thought, and many thoughts you try to manipulate, translate into action, <clears throat> either into speech or into action. And again a thought. We are basically engaged with the thought and action. Action includes speech. Thought and action. These are the two things only we as a man with mind do. That means we are only fifty percent valid. The other fifty is in us as existence and awareness. We take existence and awareness for granted. Until you come to an age where you see your, many of your colleagues collapse, isn't it? Then you would have fear that you may also collapse, isn't it? This is because you are only with thought and action, thought and action, thought and action. Thought and actions are but the two products emerging from awareness and existence. This awareness, its duration is very long. It is there throughout the duration of the creation. When you are with it, you have continuity of awareness even after you change your form. That's what the scriptures speak of. Just like you remember what you have been yesterday, today also. And you remember what is today, tomorrow also. This is what we call continuity of consciousness. This continuity of consciousness is the essential thing to know. <clears throat> Most of us have come back to fulfill the unfulfilled dimensions related to us. Each time we come, we wish to fulfill some more dimensions which we did not fulfill in the earlier incarnation. But then we are taken away by the routine things and we have no time to relate to the, the consciousness which is continuous consciousness in it. That is a state of mind or state of your awareness that you have continuity. <clears throat> there are people who carry out for lives together, a continuous activity. They don't require to be reminded. The moment they get into form, they know what they have to do. So they get into it. You see Shankaracharya. Adi Shankara, he knew what he was to do. 
and he went ahead right from his fifth year. Swasa Buddha, though initially a lot of obstacles coming from his father, he overcame and then continued what was left behind and fulfilled himself. Likewise, every seer. There are seers who continue to fulfill the one activity which is programmed for over incarnations. Who we call masters of wisdom, they know what they have been doing over thousands of lives, although they have changed their form. <coughs> we also continue from yesterday to today, whatever we have left behind, isn't it? That's why what is important is continuity of consciousness and forgetfulness is seen as death. <coughs> see, forgetfulness is a, a break in your continuity of consciousness. Isn't it? Men with a little awareness, they keep on forgetting, forgetting, forgetting. And they have to be reminded again and again and again. What does it mean? It means their consciousness is in, not in that continuous state. It has to be trained. It requires to be trained. There are holes in the consciousness which causes a loss of memory. Loss of memory. A good student does not require to be reminded again and again and again. Once told, it is taken care. Since continuity of consciousness is somewhat not available, there is regular reminding by way of teaching. Regular reminding by way of teaching. There are people who are very forgetful means they are very frequently dying. There are people who don't forget even if they, even after they change their forms. So that is really something which they have overcome. Why this whole happens in consciousness is explained by the scriptures as your excessive orientation to desires. <clears throat> your excessive orientation to desires, your excessive orientation to objectivity and the material acquisition. Material causes an obstruction to spirit to, to have that kind of a continuity. Take your material activity in moderation, do not get too much into it, too much talking, too much moving around, too much gossiping. Then what happens? You forget what you have to do. <coughs> Isn't it? So what are we trying to achieve through wisdom is to establish continuity of consciousness. That's the Existence is common to all of us. We are all existing and we continue to exist with more or less awareness. 
with more or less awareness. Even the stone exists, the plant exists, the animal exists, the human exists, the devas exists. As you grow in your awareness, your status of aligning with the light is much more. <clears throat> if we are all gathering here regularly, it is because there is an urge in us to improve our continuity of consciousness. If we forget whatever is start today for the next class, then again you have to start at the same point, is it? It's like the frog in the well, which intends coming out of the well. It uh, climbs by about two steps, uh, and then it forgets and falls by three steps. So what happens? It can never come out of the well. Likewise, when we do not keep continuity of consciousness, we have a problem in our growth into light and we are more and more stuck with matter. Matter is but what causes a suspension of spirit. <clears throat> Just like in an electrical wire, if there is some blockage, there actually doesn't flow. Isn't it? The awareness should flow in a manner that whatever is gained, is gained forever. You don't have to again look back further. That's the beauty of gradually attaining continuity of consciousness. So therefore throughout this creation there is what is called continuity of consciousness that has to be gained by us. It's only further the wisdom is. <clears throat> if we can remember the year before, violet things, not a silly and sanitary things. What have you eaten last week? You don't have to remember. What breakfast you had last Sunday? It's not important. What have you learned last Sunday? What have you learned? That means you are more and more towards awareness than towards material or form. So that's why the good students are those who remember for eternity, for all times to come and something is said. A teacher trains a student only in terms of Verifying how much he has that continuity of consciousness. If every first morning when we meet at a particular place, called we call it Sundaravanam of Mahasarikya, should we be reminded? We are reminded because we forget. Isn't it? The fear of forgetfulness is so much that everything has to be reminded again and again and again. About Sunday evening class we have to remind. 
Every Sunday morning class we have to remind. Every fire ritual we have to remind. So this why these reminders is because we are tending to be less aware. But we don't forget our daily breakfast, do we? We don't forget our lunch. We don't forget our dinner. We don't forget our apparel, especially when you have to go for the party. We don't forget the jewelry, isn't it? So various, your awareness venued is important. When your awareness is, uh, is venued or being parked in things other than wisdom, then wisdom tends to be forgotten. So the importance of awareness should therefore be maintained. <clears throat> Master Maurya says in one of his teachings, Master Consciousness does not make mistakes. Master Consciousness does not forget. A Master of Wisdom or an adept can remember his student even from his previous lives. What for, what was he doing then? What for has he come now? What is it that should be interested to him? This he remembers. We don't remember whatever is to be remembered by us, even in matters of basics. Basics. That is because our awareness is imprisoned by the material world. I don't deny material world, but we have to preside over it. We have to preside over it, but never become a slave of material. So therefore, existence and awareness shall have. For that only we have this mantra of that I am. Are so hum, so hum, so hum, so hum, so hum. It is regularly reminded in the heart center. That's why it is called the trumpet of truth by the heart. Doesn't forget. If you stop pulsating, all is gone. Isn't it? How alert it is from the moment you are born till you depart, it is very continuously functioning in you. So very continuous. In your sleep hours, in your wakeful hours, in your hours of anxiety, in your hours of tension, even in your hours of jealousy. Whatever it is with you, it is continuing to function. Do we ever see the beauty of this continuity of consciousness in us? We don't see, on the contrary, we take it for granted until it is affected. When breathing is affected or when functioning of the heart is affected, 
you want to make haste to set it right, but many times it could be too late. So there is something in you which regularly does work. You are regularly awakened. Regularly. You may sleep an hour or two more, but he will be awakened. People generally in the modern times, they sleep more when there is a holiday, isn't it? They sleep more, but then even they will be awakened from within, isn't it? You leave children to themselves when they are to be awake. Sometimes during the day they will awake. Sometime during the day they will also fall asleep. Because there is another clock functioning in us, emerging from awareness. So that's where there is regularity with awareness. Regularity. The seasons are all regular. The new moon and the full moon are all regular. The new moon and full moon say, let me go a bit late, do they? We are able to calculate when the next full moon will be. And we fix programs accordingly. Because we are very sure that the full moon happens on such and such a time. Likewise, new moon happens such and such a time. The seasons happen in such and such times. Who is keeping this continuity of consciousness in the entire universe? That is what is called universal consciousness or Vishwa Chaitanya. Vishwa Chaitanya. You may give any name you like, people say Mother. Mother. Some different parts of globe, same, huh? he is given names. We think we are correct, others are not correct. The problem with Indians is they don't know anything but they feel they are the best. Why are they best? We don't know and they also don't know and truly speaking they are not. Where is imagination? Where is creativity? You have to build. People would like to build their life, isn't it? The build-up depends upon your continuity of consciousness in any field. It can be a material build-up, it can be a professional build-up, it can be a spiritual build-up. It has to be like building a structure, isn't it? So in consciousness also we should do that. In consciousness. Also we keep on improving over last year. Year after year, there has to be a refinement in us. Whatever you were last year, you are the same this year. And whatever is last year, you are there for the entire life, you are the same. Your speech doesn't change, your thinking doesn't change. Nothing about you changes, but you want improvement. It doesn't come by itself. It has to be worked out. 
So our approach to divinity is to ensure how alert is our awareness or consciousness. How alert is our awareness or consciousness. Normally in classes like this people will sleep, isn't it? Why? Because the matter in them is more than what is needed. <clears throat> they have to work on it to reduce the density of matter. They have to work on it. It, it doesn't depend upon the volume of your body. There are many who are stout and yet are very alert. It depends upon the degree of your awareness. That's how it is. So existence and awareness shall have to be related to as divinity. That's the divinity. Those who are in continuous awareness, those are the ones having fulfilled their lives, they wish to join existence. Because there is nothing for them to do. Such ones are called the ones who went into samadhi. But before that, there is a lot that can be accomplished. Did we accomplish like our masters? And there are seers, seven seers, the four kumaras. They are all great examples of accomplishment. And their awareness permeates over yugas and yugas and yugas. That's how it is. We don't remember what was happening, what happened last year. We don't remember much less what happened last life. We don't even remember whatever has happened last night. Isn't it? So therefore, lift up to that awareness in you, whose center in you is in the forehead. No doubt awareness permeates the whole system. Even if there is a mosquito bite on the foot, you know it because there is awareness there. But the center for awareness is said to be at the forehead. That's why every seer says, contemplate upon it. Contemplate upon the light in the head. Contemplate upon the light in the head. Keep on looking for the light of awareness and relate. It's not the light that we see with our naked eye. It's a status where you keep on observing. You are, you, you are trying to set your awareness over there by regularly staying in that point. The second best is to relate to the heart where there is the pulsating principle. There are many seers who suggest you may relate to the heart 
that conducts respiration and it also conducts pulsation and by observing pulsation regularly you are led by pulsation up there into the head but ultimately the center for awareness is said to be agnya center <coughs> agnya beyond that is a is a state where you have pure existence so sahasrara is the ultimate agnya is our target or goal where you have to close your eyes and look for a say for example sunlight moonlight or a flame of light a candle or a lamp just to make yourself fixed at a center in your form it has to be done regularly then it will enable us to lift up the awareness which is stuck in the seven tissues of the body from bone to brain marrow there are seven gradations of matter to lift up the whole thing and bring it over to its source enables you to regularly when you regularly do it slowly the quality of your awareness improves if not at the forehead do it at the heart the upanishads speak of both and lord krishna specifically speaks of the forehead the brow center just keep observing there he says if thoughts come and they lead you away again come back come back. again the thoughts will lead you out because mind has the habit of wandering it's like a beast which likes to get into the field to graze isn't it a beast is therefore fixed to a pole and is given a rope by which it cannot go beyond a point so each time it tries to go beyond there is a pull of the string and slowly when it comes back when the when its activity is over it comes back and sleep near the pole gunjakatnatundi pasu attaadu yaka podugunu batte entha dooram jarigina pane payinda vachcha gunjaka dikkare padku like that we have to fix ourselves to a center in us and the king of the centers is agnya while there is another center at the heart when you relate to the heart center eventually over years you are led to the head center <coughs> led to the head center 
సో దేర్ ఫర్ ఏదర్ జాయిన్ అట్ ది బ్రోస్ సెంటర్ ఆర్ జాయిన్ అట్ ది హార్ట్ సెంటర్ అండ్ మేక్ ఇట్ ఎ హ్యాబిట్ రెగ్యులర్లీ దట్స్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఆల్ యువర్ వర్షిప్స్ వెరైటీస్ ఆఫ్ వర్షిప్ యూ డూ ఇట్స్ యూ డూ ఇట్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ హ్యాబిట్ దట్స్ ఆర్ మెనీ టైమ్స్ వీ చాన్స్ సో మెనీ స్తోత్రాస్ వైల్ ది వాయిస్ కీప్స్ ఆర్ అటరింగ్ ది మైండ్ గోస్ అండ్ కమ్స్ బ్యాక్ అట్ ది ఎండ్ ఆఫ్ ది స్తోత్ర ఆర్ మే కమ్ వన్స్ ఇన్ ఎ వే అండ్ సి టు వాట్ ఎక్స్టెండ్ వీ హ్యావ్ కమ్ అప్ ఇట్ స్పెషలీ వెన్ యూ డూ లాంగ్ స్తోత్రాస్ hardly 10 names you are with it that's why i always say just case by swaha narayana swaha is enough see if your awareness stays with it when you utter these 24 names since you are your there is a part in your mind which memorizes it it keeps on uttering and a major part will go out and that's why worships rituals where you are putting the entire system to activity so you cannot be the cannot be with the awareness the source of awareness but why this activity again when it is not so very essential the purpose of ritual or purpose of worship is to cleanse your energy <clears throat> it cleanses the sound cleanses the instruments you use for worship also cleanse sandalwood is a cleansing agent turmeric is a cleansing agent camphor is a cleansing agent the incense sticks are cleansing agents and then keeping a place clean and then relating to things with cleansing and then uttering for sacred sounds should cleanse you cleansing by itself has no is not an end by itself cleansing is a means to to relate to the source of awareness source of awareness <coughs> there are people for life long they are only engaged in cleansing cleansing hard for us every morning we wipe the floor every evening we wipe the floor is it all over for what have you wiped the floor so that you can do a clean activity in a clean place so your system has to be cleansed it can be cleansed with color it can be cleansed with sound it can be cleansed with symbols it can be cleansed with all things that we use in a worship ritual <clears throat> anything that you use in your including the betel leaf it has a cleansing in a betel leaf there are such vibrations you know if you eat a betel leaf you know what it is 
Not much brains, isn't it? We prepare yellow rice, achatas, and then we use for puja. After puja with achatas, those achatas carry far more superior vibrations than the rice grains which you have mixed with your with your hand with the turmeric. <coughs> They're different. They are all prasadam in the sense they are touched by the energy or vibrations of the divinity. How many people understand this? Likewise the flowers, anything used in a worship, after its use, they carry better vibrations. They are much more sanctifying. That's why the flower has to be decorated, decorated somewhere, either in the ear or in the, for the ladies, in their hair, or at least take them home. There is no awareness. Oh, only routine doing, routine, routine, routine. Worship and ritual, they have their place for cleansing in us. <clears throat> Everything that is used, including the bell, has a purpose. Know it and do it. It helps you to cleanse yourself so that your awareness will get into an order and that order helps you to stay at the forehead with the stability. Stability. You won't be moving anywhere and everywhere for nothing. You won't be wasting away energy through time. <clears throat> you won't be wasting away in matters of eating in matters of entertainment, in matters of picnic. They are not denied, but there is a place for them. <clears throat> Otherwise you lose the main purpose for which you are doing these practices. Mind you, these are all for the student of theosophy, not for all. If you wish to develop yourself as a unit of awareness, as a column of consciousness or as a column of light, you need to take through these disciplines. So therefore, divinity means existence awareness. Call it Shiva and Shakti. Call it Narayana and Lakshmi. Call it Sita and Rama. So many names we use. But they mean male-female energy. Male-female. We say so many things, Uma Mahesara Abhyanamaha, Vani Hiranyagarbha Abhyanamaha, Sachi Pundara Abhyanamaha, Lakshmi Narayana Abhyanamaha, Kada. 
మాతాపితృభ్యోనమా ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఈజ్ మేల్ ఫీమేల్ ఫాదర్ మదర్ మేల్ ఫీమేల్ అండ్ అరుంధతి Among the great bear, the central star is called Vasistha, which relates to our solar system and hence to you. So we invoke them. <clears throat> What for? To balance the male-female energy in us. To balance the energy in us. And then the purpose of the meditation is to relate to this male-female energy whose center is seen in the forehead. There should be no... In a vague manner we keep on doing things, not knowing what it is, not studying what our CS have said. It is again a glamour that should not be there. it has to be regularly consistently continuously worked out consistency and continuity it should be as continuous as your foot intake it should be as continuous as your daily sleep it should be as continuous as your speaking faculty Is there a day where you don't speak? So therefore, <clears throat> continuity of consciousness is the aim for us. That is what exactly every master of wisdom says. And for that, you can relate to a master of wisdom who can help you in doing this. That's where you have a triangle. I spoke to you the importance of a triangle in the very beginning of this series of classes. So form a triangle with the divinity and the master and you, so that the master helps you to relate to the divinity. Master is the one who guides you on the path. Master is not the goal, master is the means. Know that. Master or Guru is the means through which you experience the divinity in you. But somehow there is a lopsided understanding of Master and there is no understanding of divinity. Most of these emotional followers of teachers, they don't know what for the teacher is there. they only relate to the teacher but not to the man the the energy which is called the divinity so form a triangle with a form a triangle with a master and then seek his help to be able to step put in the forehead that should be the purpose because a master is like a guide he guides you he strengthens your effort he support he lends support of his effort his, his energy so that you are oriented and you are grateful to the master grateful to the master to tell you master is like a window to the east 
without a window to the east you can't see the sun or the light morning light what is it that the window does it enables you to see the morning light a house without a window to east is horrible a house without any window to the east is no house at all <coughs> so therefore master is the window through which you see the unlimited light that permeates in the entire sky isn't it the window itself is not divinity it's a means to divinity whatever you see through your window is limited isn't it it should lead you to get into get through the window into infinite that's what the master wants you to do that you grow from your limitation to a state of unlimitedness so the divine is unlimited he is omnipotent he is omnipresent he is omniscient what a beauty omniscient means he knows all that is happening in a cosmos no one can be equal to that even the best of the seers brahmarshi sinirishi cannot be like the brahman as such <clears throat> narada is very clear when he explained everything to you a king who took the initiation that don't orient too much to me i give you the information and then relate to the divinity you can relate through me so that it is a facility but don't equate me with him don't equate me with him narayana is all permeating narada is the means narayana can function through narada he can also function through me but he is by himself an eternal energy likewise teacher should be seen as a means to end and be grateful for such a means but don't stick to him in the sense an emotional sticking to a master doesn't help you doesn't give you the kind of understanding that you need to get he wants to lead you to unlimitedness but you are limit you limit yourself only cleansing the window all the time you limit to the window while he wants you to get out of the window, through the window into an unlimited state of awareness or light so therefore such are the dimensions of divinity which manifest as a primary triangle to start with that will continue in the next class please note that the next class will not be on the next sunday because there is a marriage at the same time 9 o'clock so therefore it will be the sunday after next sunday sunday after next sunday please come first about two three teachings we shall try to understand 
the basics relating to the divinity. <clears throat> Later you can get into detail. When you do not know the basis, then you are you are not on the ground, you are lost. Thank you, Anandal. Namaskar.